Hello, Outperformers. I hope this finds you well. In this episode of the Outperform Podcast, we're going to talk about how you can have more personal satisfaction as well as greater productivity with your days. And I know that probably sounds like a tall order, but trust me, there is one very specific thing that you need to do if you want to make this happen. And it's what we're going to get into today. And I'll start this off with actually an email that I got not long ago from a coaching client. And I should say that in this episode of the Outperform Podcast, I'm actually not going to share a clip from any keynote speeches. This is actually just going to be a solo cast of me talking about this specific concept that is going to help you personally, professionally, athletically, or otherwise. And to come back to the email that I got from a coaching client not long ago was talking about how overwhelmed he was and how he felt like, in his words, he felt like he was running in quicksand. And the email that I sent back to him is, hey, remember, it's all about single tasking. I said, usually the feeling of being stuck in quicksand comes from being distracted and feeling like you can't keep up with everything that's coming at you. And if you can focus on one thing, it makes it manageable and seeing tangible progress towards that is the remedy to overwhelm. And what I'm talking about with this specific email that I sent back to him is the flow state, or what if you are an athlete or follow athletics, it is what an athlete would call being in the zone or having deep practice. It is that part where You are focused on one thing and you are so deeply immersed in what you're doing that it almost feels like you're losing track of time. And when you do that, all the research has said, you not only have more positive feelings as far as what's going on around you and more personal satisfaction from what it is that you're doing, but you also have greater levels of productivity, meaning you have more output per unit of input that I think is what we're probably all after at the end of the day, whether we're talking about personally, professionally, athletically, and otherwise. And to describe this concept, I think it's really important to understand where does the flow state actually exist and how can we think about where we need to be to be able to get there more often. And if you're a visual learner, like I am, like a lot of people are, I don't oftentimes do this, but I think this would be a very useful thing for you to probably do. Go to scottwelly.com forward slash flow. Again, that's scottwelly, S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E.com forward slash flow. It's nothing for sale there, but literally if you go to that website, the first thing that you're going to see is a specific visual. And I think if you're looking at this visual, it will help you better understand what it is that I'm talking about throughout the course of this episode, because really what we're talking about is we're talking about a four quadrant system that we can use to be able to identify where are we actually spending our time and energy throughout the course of our days and what are the specific emotions and dominant feelings that we get from being in these different quadrants. So again, scottwelly.com forward slash flow. But to describe this to you listening right now, what you've basically got is on the x-axis of this, you've got skill. So on one side of the x-axis, you've got low skill. On the other side, you've got high skill. On the y-axis, you've got challenge. So on one side of it, you've got a high challenge. On the other side, you've got low challenge. 
And what this X and Y axis does is it creates four different quadrants as far as where we can be at any point in time and on any given day. Now to describe just briefly these quadrants, if we have very low skill and very low challenge as far as what we're doing, we experience apathy. This is where a lot of the norm, I think, lives in a day-to-day basis. Low skill meaning you don't have a lot of proficiency, a high level of, of technical skill or otherwise towards what you're doing, but you're also not challenged at all by what it is that you're doing. And when you have low skill and low challenge, you experience apathy. It's just a general feeling of malaise and kind of blah as far as what you're doing every day. When you ask someone how they're doing, they'll just say, meh. I'm kind of just going through the motions, so to speak. So that's one quadrant, low skill, low challenge. Now, if we go to high challenge and low skill, what we experience is anxiety. This would be, I don't have the requisite skill or I don't have the technical proficiency, let's say, and I'm encountered with a huge amount of challenge And when I have too much of this, the anxiety and the stress that I experience is almost overwhelming. If you've ever started a new job and you've done the figurative, let's say, drink from a fire hose, sort of, as they say, you're experiencing that, whoa, whoa, I'm just like getting up to speed with this job or this new role or title or position or company or industry, and I don't have the skills yet to be able to go with all of these challenges that are coming at me. And you can feel very overwhelmed, very anxious, very stressed as you're doing something. From an athletic perspective, if I go out there and if I try to, you probably know that I'm a runner and I've done a lot of marathons. If I try to train with a Kenyan or Ethiopian marathoner, let's say, that is a challenge that is way above my skill level. And if I do that, I'm going to experience too much stress or too much anxiety. So that's another quadrant. A third quadrant would be if we have very high skill and very low challenge. And when we are in this quadrant, what we experience is just boredom. It's just, uh, I, this is too easy for me. I've been doing the same thing over and over again for a long period of time. And I'm very skilled while I'm doing it, but I'm no longer challenged by doing something better or faster or in a different way. And I'm just bored with what it is that I'm doing every day. If you've been in a job for a long period of time, or let's say you're exercising or training and you've been doing the same workouts or same training for a long period of time, it can be very easy to just, I'm just bored while I'm doing this. I just need some new ingredient to be added to this mix. And I need something different as far as what I'm doing and what I'm experiencing every day. So that's third quadrant. Fourth quadrant and the final one is when we actually have high challenge and high skill towards something, which is when we experience this deep practice, this the zone, this flow state That is where outperformers live. They have a certain amount of skill towards something and a certain amount of technical proficiency. It's not something that they're just getting started with or they're doing for the first time, but they're also stretched just outside of their comfort zone 
as far as a challenge goes. And when they are tested just a little bit in this way, just a little bit above their capacity or their capabilities, they experience this special state that at the end of the day leads to more positive feelings, more personal satisfaction, and greater productivity as far as what we're doing. If we're looking at this athletically, I think I've heard studies that have said you should be failing at least 10% of the time. This would be, we're heading into basketball season right now. If you're going out there, if you're really good shooting, right-handed layups, you can make 10 out of 10, but left-handed is a little bit more difficult. Okay, well, you want to be at a point where you're failing at that or where it's a little bit beyond your capacity or capability to the point that you're actually failing roughly 10% of the time. You don't want to be failing all the time. You're going to be in that anxious state. But if it's just a little bit outside of what you're used to, now all of a sudden it it makes you mobilize your attention and your mental reserves. And you have to focus on what it is that you're doing. And the idea is that we want to get into this flow state with what we're doing each day. Because it matters as far as not just what we get done, as far as greater productivity, but how we feel about what it is that we've gotten done. And I will tell you conclusively, as far as not only what I've experienced in my own personal professional athletic life, but also what I've seen with all of my coaching clients, when they come back to me and when they say something to me to the effect of, wow, I absolutely crushed it today, or wow, I had a fantastic outperforming day. You want to know what happens on those days? It's never, uh, I got 20 different things done, or I got a monumental amount of different things done moderately well throughout the course of my day. What they always come back to me and what they say, and the reason behind why they felt so good about their day is that they were actually able to deeply immerse themselves in some task or something that they wanted to move forward and they felt like they made tangible progress towards it. And yes, this comes back to the email that I sent to my coaching client where the remedy to overwhelm is truly in single tasking. And what I want you to think through, and and I guess I should probably touch on this because when I'm talking about this part of it, sometimes people will kind of throw their hands up there and they'll say, well, I can't just set aside hours upon hours of my entire day to single tasking on one thing. Like I have meetings and I have calls and I have emails and I have tasks and proposals and presentations and people interrupting me. And there are things that I need to do. I can't just set everything aside all perfectly packaged where I can just single task on this one thing. And please understand that is not at all what I'm advocating. That's not reality. And that is never going to happen. What I am actually advocating that you do is when you look at your day and you look at your week and you think about what are the things that I want to advance or accomplish or move forward. And relative to these, how can I possibly set aside a chunk of time that I can just discipline and dedicate myself to focusing on nothing other than moving this one thing forward. And if you are able to do that personally, 
professionally or athletically, watch what happens. Again, when you are just single-tasked and really focused on that one thing where you want to make tangible progress, and instead of I'm running around like a chicken with its head cut off and I'm I'm trying to put out as many fires as I possibly can, I understand we live in in an overly distracted world where our time is hijacked, our energy is hijacked a lot of the time. But making a conscious and an intentional effort to carve out that time towards something that we want to move forward is a key strategy. And honestly, it's essential to having more better days. And it's essential to be able to get into this flow state or this state where you really feel like, wow, I am deeply engrossed and immersed in what it is that I'm doing. And it's just very different than the way that a lot of people approach what it is that they're doing every single day. And one of the things that I oftentimes think about when I look at the flow state, and I could, if I had a nickel for every person that came up to me and said, hey, I would love to write a book and have asked me for advice or have hired me to consult with them on writing a book. And unfortunately, for a lot of them that have just asked me about it, many of them never actually produce the book. And Why? Because writing a book and authoring a book isn't the ultimate exercise in single tasking. And it's not that you have to sit down, you have to write for eight hours or six hours a day, but it does require you to, I don't care if you're even the most prolific author, it does require you to turn everything else off and to focus for this defined period of time on the one thing that I want to move forward, in this case, getting words on the page and authoring the book that I want to write. Very few people are able to discipline themselves to actually do that because they feel like they always need to be on alert, because they always feel like a leader that has to have an open door policy. Well, what are you teaching your people by prioritizing your time that way? where you're teaching them with an open door policy is that it's okay to interrupt me or it's okay to distract me at any point in time at the same time that you're teaching them that, hey, you have an open door and they can come talk to you about anything at any point. But I think a greater skill to probably teach them is, you know, it's actually really important for me, for my productivity and for my personal satisfaction that I carve out this hour or this 90 minutes toward this specific task that really moves the needle towards what we're doing here. And therefore, I'm going to have a closed door policy during this time. So I can really focus and immerse myself and get into what it is that I'm doing. If you can only do this to a small degree with more days, even if it can't happen every day, if you can get yourself into this state more often, Watch what happens as far as the feelings that you experience throughout the course of the day, the satisfaction that you get from your days, as well as your productivity. And the sign-off that I'll have from this podcast episode is, because I'm actually going to do a second part to this flow episode as well with, with some specific strategies 
that I've seen used not just with athletes, but can work for you as a business leader as well to be able to get into that flow state just a little bit faster, a little bit easier. Some things that you should do as well as some things that you shouldn't do. There will be a part two and there will be a follow-up to this, but I will sign off from this Outperform podcast episode just by asking you, what is the one thing that you want to move forward? The one thing that's a needle mover, the one thing that you care about personally, professionally, athletically, and how can you better carve out some time to single task on that, to be able to get into this flow state and to be able to move it forward? If you're willing to do that, watch what happens. It's going to be absolutely amazing, and I cannot wait to hear from you as far as how it's going. So again, to take a look at that visual that I mentioned before, scottwelly.com forward slash flow. And as always, appreciate the fact that you're here and wishing you the best of health, happiness, and high performance. Have a great day. Hello, outperformers. Three more quick things before we sign off here today. First and foremost, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I understand how many different podcasts are out there, and I do not take a single second of your time for granted because time is truly our most valuable asset. It is our most precious commodity, and I appreciate you taking that time and you spending it with us here today. Second, if you found value in this podcast, maybe you've noticed, but podcasting has gotten quite popular as of late. And if you would like to help support the Outperforming Movement and the Outperform Podcast, one of the best ways that we can get it found is for you to give it a favorable review and rating on whatever your favorite podcasting platform happens to be. So head on over to iTunes, head on over to Google Play, and give it a favorable review. And while you do that, also share it with someone else that you know that is just like you, is driven by growth and wanting to be the best personally and professionally in every single thing that they do. Number three, if you want even more tools and tips and strategies to be able to be your best personally and professionally, head on over to scottwelly.com. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. There are loads of different resources for you on everything from goal setting and grit to resiliency and focus to confidence and motivation and routines and habits and everything that you can possibly imagine to help you be your absolute best every single day, personally and professionally. Once again, if you'd like to access those free resources, head on over to scottwelly.com, S-C-O-T-T-W-E-L-L-E. So as I sign off, thank you again for spending your time with me here today. Keep outperforming and as always, wish you the best of health, happiness, and high performance. Have a great day.